0: Hi, everyone. I'm excited to be here today to talk to you about some of the miracle stories that are happening right here in our own city, in our own state, every day. My name is Tony Kosha and the title of our show is Tony's 50,000 Coincidence Miracles. Please note uh, this show is not about religion, and we're not trying to change anyone's religion, and we're not trying to get you to join any religion. Uh, It's just about miracle stories. I don't know of any religion on the planet that doesn't talk about miracles. Uh, That's why religions begin, because they have something that's telling them there's really a God. But we're not going to get into that. We're going to just talk about miracles and leave the decisions about all that up to you. So we don't care what religion you are. Uh, We just want to talk about miracles. Uh, If you are an atheist, uh, I I think you'll enjoy the program as well, although I can't guarantee you'll remain an atheist very long after you hear uh, many, many convincing stories, uh, coincidence kinds of stories about miracles. Uh, You can email me your own stories if you wish. Um, We'll try to use all we can on the show. I can't guarantee we will, depending on volume and time, but you're welcome to send your stories on to us and we will mention them when we can. Uh, you can send them to the following email address. Um, uh, But please notice that if we do use your story, we won't mention your name, we'll keep you anonymous. And we suggest that in your story, when you send it to us, don't use your correct name. That way anyone listening will not be able to figure out that it was you that sent the story in. Uh, The email address you can send your stories to Uh, is very easy to remember. It consists of two words and three numbers. The first word is Tony, spelled T-O-N-Y, and the second word is and, spelled A-N-D, and the numbers are seven, seven, seven. So once again, the name is Tony, and 777 at AOL.com. Well, let us begin. Our first coincidence miracle today uh, is something that happened to me again at a beach in Connecticut where I was walking along uh, the beach passing out cards about our books. Uh, the cards are business cards with uh, writing on both sides, so it gives a lot of information and a website about our books and helps people to get uh, up to date, uh, up to speed about the books quickly. Uh, and as I do, I I ask for wisdom from God when I'm going to do this every time I get led to the beach. So on this particular day, which was this past summer uh, in the year 2023, um, I asked for inspiration and I was inspired to bring along a book, to take a copy of one of my books with me from the car. I don't always do that, but I was inspired that someone was going to ask for the book that day. So then I went out to the beach. I started passing out cards. And the very first person I went to on the beach was someone that was with two other people. Uh, they were age 40, approximately age 40. Um, and I gave my normal introduction, you know, i tell them that I wrote a book about my life story. Uh, and I get, uh, I've been, over since the age of 25, I've been blessed by God to receive an average of three miracles a day. And I tell them some other things, and then I ask if they have any questions. And one of the ladies on the blanket, uh, again, about age 40, uh, she looked at me and she said, you know, uh, I'm an atheist, and I heard what you said, and I'm really fascinated about what you said, about being able to communicate with God and ask God questions. And then, in fact, having 50 years now, 50 years of three miracles a day is obviously captivating but i've been an atheist most of my life um and i i can't imagine what this is like i mean what you're talking to me about right now is so um foreign to me i don't i don't experience miracles i don't even know what miracles are so she asked some questions and i uh, gave her some answers and then i said you know if uh, you don't mind i'd like to tell you that i once long ago met an atheist once and uh, I was inspired by God and I, I told her that uh, when I'm evangelizing like this and trying to help people to experience what I have in my life, that's my whole mission, I'm trying to just convince people that they can talk to God and have miracles every day. And that should be easy to do because I'm just telling them all. They got to do is keep asking God questions, and He does all the work. He inspires them, and I explained that to her. So I said I met uh, an atheist many years ago, and I asked God on the spot when this person said, "You know, I can't, I can't bother with trying to believe what you're talking about because I'm a scientist, uh, and I'm an atheist, and, I, and I'm a scientist." Therefore, I can't just believe in invisible things and theories, I need to touch it and see it uh, in order to believe in it. So I asked God uh, years ago when this happened, I said, what should I say? And I got inspired to say to this uh, so-called atheist at the time, who was a scientist, I said, well, you believe in gravity, that's invisible, and you believe in oxygen, and that's invisible. So I said, you can believe in invisible things even though you're a scientist. And that instantly had an impact on that man several years ago. And she said to me, well, it's just had a big impact on me just now too, sir, because you're right. I do believe in invisible things and I never thought of it that way. She said, how can I get your book? I really would like to dig into it right away. And I started laughing and I said, you know, I was coming out here from my car. And I don't normally bring books with me, and I got inspired to bring a book today because somebody's going to want one, and I just happened to have one. So I said I'll autograph it and sign it over to, and she was delighted, and she can't wait to, to read it. Uh, and I haven't heard from her yet, uh, but I'm sure she's going to be impacted, because there's a hundred miracle stories in there that is enough to convince even an atheist. I've had many atheists, by the way, read our book and be changed. You you can't help but believe in God if you can see a hundred convincing stories in one person's life giving evidence that there's a God. And, and all I tell people in the book is just keep asking God what to do and you'll have miracles like this as well. Our next coincidence miracle proves that The Bible is very accurate in the last sentence of the book of Mark. So if you go to the book of Mark and look at the last sentence, which is chapter 16, verse 20, uh, it says that people who become friends of God and go out and tell the good news, people who do that and talk about God and try to convince people uh, for their own sake, for for the people's sake, not for money or anything, but just trying to help people believe in God, that anybody who does that goes out and evangelizes like that for the person's sake, gets signs and wonders and miracles all the time because it's God's way of showing the the evangelist that God is with them. And it's very clear in the Bible that's exactly what it says. It says that they went out and told uh, the good news and preached the good news, and their efforts were attended by and exemplified by signs and wonders that God sent them confirming their message. That's what this next coincidence miracle is about. I was at the beach uh, again, I was passing out cards and it was another day where uh, many college students were congregated in groups. Um, I had a remarkable day uh, and it proved that this Mark, book of Mark 16:20, is really true. And God was blessing me abundantly. For example, uh, I got to a group, there were eight people together gathered on blankets. They were all friends, and I gave my typical uh, presentation that only takes a, a couple of minutes. Uh, and they were so delighted, they started asking questions. And one of the teens got up and came over to me and, and respectfully asked me if they could hug me. They had tears coming down their cheek. They had a big smile. They said, I can't thank you enough for covering the things you did. It's very touching, very moving. I'm so happy that I was here to hear it. And they gave me a brilliant hug. Um, So that was a sign and wonder for yours truly. Uh, Then I went to, as I was going on, I bumped into another group. There were like five people uh, on blankets together. And after I finished my brief talk and moved on, moved farther on down the beach. Uh, One of the people from that group of five ran down to meet me. Uh, They had a fruit salad they had prepared for the beach. And they came over and offered me some fruit, which was delicious and a wonderful gift uh, for me at that moment. I, I really could use the refreshment. And they told me that they had some more questions they wanted to ask, and they were so delighted. And they also wanted to give me a hug. That was another great experience for me, and then I moved on and I bumped into another group of three people in one group, and I gave my same typical presentation. Uh, The purpose of my presentation again is just to convince people that I'm talking to in about three minutes flat that they can have discussions and conversations with God. And that's why I find people so excited when I leave, because in like three minutes time, I've convinced people they can talk to God and they can hear God and they don't need anything else after that. And so these people, there were three, they were very attentive. They asked a lot of questions. It was a delightful experience. And then I moved on. And I guess about 10 minutes later, One of the young ladies, uh, again, somewhere in the age of maybe 24, uh, she came down where I was, further down the beach, and she handed me a wonderful handwritten note, and she said, you know, I couldn't say all these things uh, when we were together over there with the other two people because they don't believe some of the things I believe, but I wanted to thank you, and she gave me this wonderfully written note, which I read later and went back Uh, From a distance, I waved to her and gave her a thumbs up, indicating I was so delighted because she didn't seem like she wanted me to say that in front of her friends because she ran down to give me the note away from her friends. But her note was very heartwarming. I think I'm going to be having it framed. The next blessing I got in line with the book of Mark, chapter 16, verse 20, where we get these... Wonderful signs from God that we're doing His work. Uh, I reached a group where there were three young men, college age men, somewhere in the age of 24, I guess, um, and did my normal presentation. And they were, all three of them were just so excited. Uh, They asked a lot of questions and they shared with me later. I guess I spent about 10 minutes with them answering questions. They shared with me later that they'd been in college and they went to Sunday school together. They were friends in high school uh, and they'd gone to Sunday school and uh, and they went to college together as well, they're on the same campuses. Um, and they're having trouble. Uh, matching what they were taught in Sunday school to the reality they find out in the world, I mean the behavior of people, and the way people date these days, uh, the way they get married or don't get married and they had a lot of questions and so it was was refreshing because my message was very simple. You know, there's only one thing you have to do. Keep asking God what to do and he keeps teaching us John 14:26 in the Bible. John 14:26 says that the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. So that's why you just keep asking God questions and he answers. And that was their takeaway. I told him I was a president in four companies in my life. And I asked God questions all the time trying to be a president. And I did what he told me and saved companies millions of dollars. So I know it works. And I've had 50 years. You see, I really have no choice. I can't help it. I have to tell people. You just ask God what to do and he'll tell you. Just leave it up to him. You just keep asking questions. And God is wise enough and powerful enough to get you the answer. You ask the questions, he'll figure out how to get the answer into your mind. This is probably a good place to remind everybody uh, that the Bible tells us repeatedly to glorify God and magnify God glorify God and magnify God. What that means is to publicize and promote and tell the world about the greatness of God. Psalm 105 says to tell people about the miracles of God. So Psalm 105 is where we take our instructions to go out and tell everybody about the miracles we're seeing because that convinces people that there's really truly a God. God bless you all. I'll talk to you next week.